Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! And Chiefs Kingdom, get ready to welcome your champions. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, it's a surprise Monday evening edition. I'm joined by Owen. Hello, Owen. Hello. I'm joined by Duncan. Hello, Duncan. Hello. And we're joined by a special guest, which we've just finished talking to. So I'm going to pause for a few seconds here, and I'm going to let myself introduce our special guest. Okay, so now we're joined by a special guest, and we have... I'm, I'm going to read my list here, which I've got next to me. Four times Pro Bowl, one time first team All Pro, one time second team All Pro, Chiefs leading tackler of all time, on the Ring of Honor, and this afternoon I googled Heart and Soul of Defense, Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> and the first three articles on Google were Mr. Derek Johnson. DJ, how are you? Man, that's an awesome introduction, man. You make me feel good. <laughs> that's well, pretty that's pretty cool. Talking about the heart and soul of the defense, were you aware of how highly regarded you were kind of at that time? Did you know that was kind of how people thought of you? Well, yeah, I, I've known I've, I've, I've built – I worked very hard to build up – rapport in the Kansas City and in the community on and off the field and uh, being in Kansas City for 13 years uh, uh, that's enough time to to, to to do some good and I yeah. tell you what man I, I've been really really fortunate to uh, um, have a have a great career in Kansas City I've you know um, the only thing I regret that I didn't bring a championship to that to that you know to that great city but at the same time, we've had championship moments, I should say. But uh, yeah. uh, it, it was great being a chief. Still, uh, st you know, I still bleed red. Still bleed red. You, you still consider yourself a chief through and through then? No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you were a captain for a number of years on the defense, what was your kind of leadership style? Because from the outside looking in, you you appeared to be kind of like the – the quiet lead by example type. Would that be a fair assessment of you? You know that uh, you took it right. Took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, I'm I'm a big person of uh, um, don't don't do what I say, do what I do. You know, and uh, lead by example. And I think um, my peers, because when you're a captain, uh, your teammates vote you in. Coaches don't vote you in. The the teammates. So that's the that's the best compliment I can have is being a captain because. Uh, those guys, they notice that uh, I'm, I'm leading them in the right direction and, and they respect me. They, mm -hmm. If you can you can have respect from the, your peers and your teammates, that's the biggest accomplishment. It's, it's bigger than being a pro bowler and all that. That's that's one of those things where I took a lot of pride into making sure when I get out there on the field, 
that I that I motivate the guys and encourage the guys, not just doing when times are good, mm. but you know, at, adverse situations at times too. Yeah, and kind of just, just quickly, sorry, just building off of that. Um, obviously, you said that you were you were in Kansas City for so long, and uh, being this leader on the team as as do as you do as you do rather than you say. Um, what it means to you to stay in in Kansas City for all that time when it's such a versatile league with players moving all over the place. What was it like to stay in one place for that long, and and what did that mean to you? That, that meant that meant a lot to me. That meant a lot to me, and uh, I'm, I'm yeah, that, that's that's pretty awesome. You you asked about that. Uh, um, people kind of overlook that sometimes. Like I was in Kansas City for 13 straight years. And which is hard to do. I mean, this league, I mean, you got Hall of Famers and Pro Bowlers switching teams all the time. And and uh, somehow a kid from Waco, Texas, uh, goes to the Midwest, to, to the Kansas City Chiefs and stays there for 13 years. And of course, we've had some 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 seasons where you say, man, you know, it wasn't too good. But uh, but at the same time, uh, um, I, I um I kind of um, went through my trials and tribulations through that, but came out, you know, came out clean because I've been through four or five head coaches, you know, four or five um, um, defensive coordinators. I've seen players come and go, but somehow uh, Derek Johnson has remained uh, a staple in the middle of the defense. And uh, I took a lot of pride in that. And you were, you were surrounded by, some significant talent over the years. Like I, I was look, kind of looking 2012, 13, 14, 15 kind of years. The 2015 team where you had Justin Houston on one side, Tamba Hurley on the other. There was yourself. It was Marcus Peters' rookie season. And you had, um, who was the other one? It was at the back there. Oh, oh, Eric Berry. How can I forget Eric Berry? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I was oh. just saying, that's the first name you should <laughs> you, you just, the, like, for you still to be a captain amongst all those kind of personalities and abilities, like, that must have kind of really kind of felt a different level there. Yeah, it was. It was. And, and, and like I said, that, that's why I took a lot of pride in being a captain because – I mean, I was surrounded by Pro Bowl guys and really star star talent guys, but uh, uh, somehow um, uh, most of the guys. Uh, I'm not saying every guy. Uh, I'm not saying every guy picked me as a captain, but I was the favorite when it comes to being a defensive leader. And man, uh, man, I I tell you what, 2015. That you you say 2015. That was a really really good year. We actually started out one and five, mm-hmm. and actually uh, tallied off ten straight wins. I mean that that was it was that was something that was something. But to have that nucleus of people, uh, offensively and defensively, man, it's you know I, I wish we could have you know won a, a Super Bowl or got to a Super Bowl for. Kansas City during that time because we had the talent you just uh you know, we couldn't get over that that, that Brady hump <laughs> at the time did, did yeah. you ever feel kind of as a player you know how the Chiefs kind of had a history of finding spectacular ways to lose games in the playoffs that they really shouldn't did you ever feel like this just isn't meant to be or, or can, could you just kind of erase those from your mind and say, right, it's just one game, it's football, it's what we do, and we'll just carry on like and, and play our game? 
you you know what um uh, um i i mean i can remember vividly uh, going against uh, the colts in in the playoffs and oh. and we're up like 28 points in the second half i mean yeah. i'm thinking of this these these odds are just it's like really like you just you just kind of laugh at them now you do but at the time they just make you sick and then you go back to uh um you go up to 2017 where i mean um 21-3 at halftime against Tennessee Titans. And, and somehow, just somehow, you know, a couple bad calls here and there, a couple, a couple, a couple times where uh, a DB knocked the ball down for a defensive pass um, deflection and the ball lands into, you know, another player's hands. It's just a, it was one of those things where you're like, man, this, when they say things, everything happens to line up when it comes to uh, uh, making it all the way. And uh, yeah, I, I fell short a few times. So, so then, when when a game gets a name attached to it, you know something's bad happened for someone. So I'm thinking like no punt game against the Colts, Peyton Manning <laughs> way back when. Uh, I'm thinking the butt fumble, um, which was what that was Andrew Luck and the Colts, wasn't it? And then yes. I'm think then I'm thinking forward progress. Oh my goodness! Do not bring that up. <laughs> Did you ever get an explanation from the refs about that? That may be the worst call. You know, it may be the worst call ever. Uh, just because you're no arguments here. It, it, it's just, just no. It's sometimes you look at some some calls and you say, "Okay, the referee got it wrong." Like I can kind of see it, but he's still wrong. But this one is like. It's like you can't even side with them. No. It's like it, it doesn't matter if you're a Chiefs fan or not. You're looking like what what's going on? Like why why did he even call that? Which um, at the time we didn't know that was going to be the make or break. We kind of needed you know we needed something uh, to go go right for us, and that went right for us. That would have been a turnover. Mm. I mean you know Justin Houston even picked up the ball. I mean it was just man. But at the same time we still had them twenty one three. So. It was one of those things where um, um, you still have to close out the game. And uh, even though that that one turnover, if that would have went our way with, you know, if one thing would have went our way, that whole game, it would have won the game. So, Mm. And were there any kind of looking at those playoff games, were there any of those years where you felt you should have progressed like you had a, a Super Bowl winning roster? Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, the five years I was with um, Andy Reid from uh, 2013, 2013 was a really good year. We won nine, was nine, we were nine and oh. Um, and that's, I think that was the Andrew Luck year. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some people hurt like Jamal. We got some people hurt late, um, Brandon Flowers. So that would have derailed us later on. But we, I mean, AFC Championship at, you know, at least uh, that year. 2014, uh, uh, that I wouldn't say that year, but 2015 for sure. Um, that was a year that 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 we went down to the nail biter with, you know, we beat Houston in the playoffs, and then um, we went to um, the Patriots and couldn't close it out. Of course, you know Brady kind of does his thing up there. He got a crazy record when it comes to people going to New England, um, and then uh, 2016, uh, man. Uh, I, I got hurt late in the year, but that um, 
the, I think it was the Steelers that we played that that, oh, that, that they called a holding call on. I mean, it was just, I mean, it's, it's, we, I have so many uh, situations and obviously 2017, we know of the 21 three at half that we should have closed that out and uh, probably want to go play um, 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 the Patriots again, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, but after I leave, you know, uh, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's AFC championship, then it's Super Bowl, Super Bowl. I mean, it's a, it's pretty cool being a chief now, uh, uh, even though uh, it may be bittersweet in a sense of, man, I wish I could have uh, accomplished that goal. Cause that's always the ultimate goal. But I tell you what, man, uh, um, I, I, I definitely feel a part of all the success that they're having. Mm, absolutely. You were, you were, back just just the other week to to bang the drum yeah before the game that must have been pretty cool as well that that was cool i mean bringing the drum that's 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 a staple um at the chiefs game and uh kind of right before the game everybody wants to know you know who, who's banging the drum you know what celebrity or what uh, a movie star or what uh, a retired player a hall of fame player or whatever and for um clark hunt to uh nominate me to do that for that that first playoff game this year, uh, they only have two, so it was me. Then Clark Hunt did the uh, did the last one. Uh, it, w- it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. How did you find the atmosphere then, at Arrowhead with the reduced capacity this time round? You, you know, um, it, the, the sea of red is always there. It's 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 always it's it's, it's just contagious when you when you walk in there. Uh, I, w- I was ready to play when I walked, you know, when I walked on the field, I'm like, man, this is, you know, I- of course I missed the game, but when you're actually there, you're like, oh man, I really missed the game. Uh, but uh, it, it wasn't as loud because, you know, you got half the people there or less than half the people there. But I tell you what, um, um, uh, they make it sound like, you know, it's a full stadium. Yeah, when it, our head is always rocking uh, when it comes to um, uh, the Chiefs games. I can tell we've um, for everyone listening, you're probably just going to hear it on a podcast, but we can see DJ on the screen, and he absolutely looks like he could take a. Take a game <laughs> any yeah, I, I I look I I look I look pretty good. I don't know I don't know if you can if you can trust <laughs> trust my speed anymore, but I I would love to get a couple plays. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Would you Would you do a come out of retirement, even just to go on the practice squad for a week, pick up a I, ring, and retire again? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what, uh, man, I, I, I guess I've been uh, fortunate enough to be on the field and be an impact player so much. Uh, uh, being a practice team player, I don't know. I, I would have to somehow talk to Andy like, Andy, you got to get me on the field. Just <laughs> just give me a couple plays just so I can brag and say, hey, I did contribute a little bit. I'm just thinking Dustin Colquitt, who they cut and bounced off a couple of teams and now he's back on the practice squad. Like, um, I think you'd be more than capable of doing that role. Yeah, I know. Right. That, and I actually saw him at the game. Uh, it was pretty cool to see Dustin. Uh, Dustin, Dustin's a heck of a guy, man. Heck of a guy. You talk about a, a guy that's uh, uh, played for the chiefs longer than me, you know, uh, mm-hmm. not many people have played for the chiefs longer than me. And, and he, uh, he played for 14 years for him. And uh, just Dustin's, Heck of a guy, one of my really, really good friends. Yeah. Um, looking forward to the Super Bowl then coming up this weekend. You played against Tom Brady a number of times. He's the greatest quarterback of all time, I think, 
by by pretty much any standard. Was he the hardest quarterback you ever played against? Like with him being relatively immobile pocket passer, would you rather play against someone like that, or would you rather play against someone who was more mobile? Say Marcus Mariota, for example, talking back to the Titans game, who is more mobile and can run around a bit. Which would you rather play against? Well. I would rather play against uh, Marcus Mariota than Tom. But I tell you what, um, 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 mobile quarterbacks always give defenses um, trouble. So that's not what I I wouldn't. I want to play a pocket passer, maybe not Tom Brady, but I want to play a pocket passer. And I tell you what, Tom Brady is the hardest quarterback I've I've played against. It's just because his – his his ability to uh, dissect defenses defense can defenses can get very complex, especially when you start disguising different coverages, blitzing off the edge, faking a blitz, lining up way over here, and then dropping to the other side of the field. And with all this going on, you have big three hundred pound men trying to tear the the, the uh, quarterback's head off. But I tell you what, uh, Tom Brady somehow he 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 he's uh, he's just just in the zone and he knows where to get the ball out at the right person. And he's, he's, he's so accurate, man. He's just, it's hard to get to him because he's so smart of a quarterback, but uh, that's why he's probably the greatest quarterback uh, ever. Yeah. We've seen um, in the, the Chiefs Patriots games, guys like Chris Jones kind of going after Tom Brady a little bit, a lot of verbals. Is that, is that real? Does he really not that, like it? That, that is all real. That is all real. Defense alignment, uh, they hate quarterbacks. I mean, they, they, you know, quarterbacks are the most highest paid players. So, and, and, and how the rules are now, you can't really touch them. You know, he just, it's just hard to get your hands on them without getting a, a flag. And I'll tell you what, uh, Frank Clark and, and, uh, <laughs> and Chris Jones uh, will be, uh, um, will be head over heels to, to, to get to Tom Brady on Sunday and, uh, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Do you think they can get to him? Like, I mean, because he does get the ball out quick, <laughs> but the Bucks do tend to have more of a kind of downfield passing game, which would make you think he's going to have to hold it that little bit longer and maybe they can get home. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, the Green Bay Packers, they got to him too. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Tom almost gave the game away. I say gave the game away, meaning he threw a few picks yeah. where you say, man, they were hitting them and putting them on the ground, making them uncomfortable. And uh, as, a, as a defense, that's what you want. You want to you uh, uh, make um, Tom Brady uncomfortable and get him off the spot because he, he can get back in that pocket and get comfortable and just pick you apart. And uh, it's up to the defensive lineman to get him running around, which he's you know, not good at. And uh, that that's where you can have some success. It's mm, interesting. Um, so the quarterback on the other side of the field, our own Patrick Mahomes, you would did you go up against him when he was kind of back up to Alex Smith? I did. I did. It, it was you know um, the worst thing in the world that he was my uh, <laughs> he was my scouting quarterback, and I'm like uh, this guy right here. Um, I tell you what, he used to get us busted all the time because he would pick us apart. I mean, he's a scout, usually scout team quarterbacks. They throw a lot of picks because as defense, defenses, we kind of know what's going on. We're kind of going through the playbook. Okay, this this team is going to do these plays. And the quarterback, the scout team quarterback is just there 
as an arm. It's like, okay, boom, I'm just, you know, throwing passes. Even if the guy is covered, I'm still going to throw it. You get a pick, you know, feel good about yourself. Not Patrick Mahomes. He's like, he's like throwing sideways arms, you know. I mean, he's doing everything. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, this kid is this kid pretty good. <laughs> so how, how far into that season could you, like, look at him and say, okay, this kid's going to be a star? Like, are we oh, talking training camp or are we talking progression through the season? More so progression through the season because I've, I've seen a lot of people and uh, a lot of quarterbacks, and um, you see big throws all the time. But somehow uh, um, Patrick Mahomes were, would always be in um, weird situations with his, you know, he's across, he, he's on to the left side, he throws across his body, which quarterbacks never do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain rules that quarterback – that you tell a quarterback, hey, you can't do this. This is not probable for you. But he does it, and he completes the passes. He, I mean, he's got a little bit – he's pretty good at everything. He really is. Uh, he's faster than you think. You know, his arm is stronger than you think. And uh, and and it comes out, you know, really fast. And it's just uh, – man, I've, I've, I've went against him a lot in practice. And I'm like, man, he is really, really good. They did their homework on Patrick Mahomes, and obviously he's a half a billion guy to – half a billion dollar guy do you think that half a billion was money well spent like if you were in charge of the chiefs is is that where you would invested that money absolutely knowing what i know now i mean be you know when you first pick them up if you say that i'll be like no i'm not nobody's getting that much money right now yeah looks like a bargain absolutely because that's security uh for your whole organization Mm -hmm. not that the quarterback is the is the um, the t- the whole team, but you put yourself in great situation when uh, um, uh, when when you're quarter- when you have a consistent great quarterback in Patrick Mahomes and um, Chiefs are doing great by putting some weapons around them, put putting putting some putting some weapons weapons around them and uh, they're doing great. Hmm. Can you see kind of the Chiefs being? the floor being the AFC championship game as long as Patrick Mahomes is there, like anything less than that is a failed season. Yes. Anything. Um, can, can y'all pause it real quick? My, um, golly, my son is calling me. Let me, um, yeah. Let me. Uh, what's life like for you now, Derek, obviously, um, retirement doesn't look like you're, doesn't sound like you're, you've got your feet up in any sort of, uh, any spare time really no you know what i'm uh, i'm enjoying being a dad being a dad and a husband i have five boys uh ranging from one years old to 13 years old and uh, and I, I am busy um they're in sports they're doing a bunch of bunch of things um uh and i'm actually my wife is nine months pregnant, so uh, okay. with a girl. So um, this is this is gonna be awesome, you know. She's never gonna date. I mean, this is this is cool. She's got <laughs> she's got five brothers. This is you know this is a good life. <laughs> Girls are a different breed completely. I have one of each. She'll have you wrapped around her finger in no that's time. What, that's what that's what I heard. I can't I can't wait. We need to we need to soften this house up a little bit. Yeah. W- would you like the boys to go into a football career if that was something they were interested in? Absolutely. I got a couple of boys that are, that are playing uh, football. We got football, basketball and track. But I tell you what, um, 
um, I am I am really um, uh, uh, big at um, the, just just making sure they they know all the rules and because sometimes kids get into football too early and there's obviously a lot of head injuries and things that that will that can really hurt them health wise. Mm. But um, I'm big at at least if you have a son, um, make them play um, uh, flag football until they're able to their itching. Like, all right, dad, I really want to play um, tackle football. And then you can put him in there. You never want to put a kid in, in tackle football uh, before they're ready. Mm. Yeah. And obviously being uh seeing them all behind you must give your kids um some great inspiration to uh to want to go out there and, and be whatever sport it may be, be this athlete um that, that you've been a great role model for. So what's that been like to uh to show your kids your career and how that's developed? It's awesome. It's awesome. It it, it just uh, it gives them an upper hand mentally um to know what it takes to be to be good, to be great. Uh, and it, it's just across the board. It's just across the board. There's certain things uh, in, in order to handle um, any, it, it doesn't matter if you're going to be a teacher or a police, uh, uh, policeman, just whatever, just the discipline of, 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 of being great. It's across the board. You have to commit yourself and you have to love what you do. If you can do that, great things can happen for you. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I think we, we've probably taken enough of your time now because it sounds like you've got plenty going on in the house there. One quick last thing, prediction for Sunday. Oh, man, prediction. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, I'm a chief at heart, so I wouldn't dare uh, think that the Tampa Bay would uh, uh, come across and, <laughs> and, and, and upset the Chiefs. But I'll tell you what, it will be a close game. Uh, you talk about um, a Tampa Bay team that's really talented, and they have, uh, you know, the GOAT back there throwing the ball to them, leading them. So it's going to be a great game. But I'll tell you what, man, uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs and Andy Reid, they just they just know how to win. It doesn't matter if the score is going to be 10 to 12 or it's going to be 31 to 34. It's just one of those things that the Chiefs are going to have a point more than Tampa Bay at the end of the day. And uh, I can't wait to celebrate another uh, Super Bowl win. Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, DJ, thank you for your time. We really appreciate you joining us today and good luck for the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Have a good one. Thank right. you. Okay, guys. So that was our interview with heart and soul of the Chiefs defense, Derek Johnson. Lads, how was that for you? Great fun. <laughs> really, really good fun chatting yeah. to him. Um, really nice guy. Really genuine. Um, yeah, it was, it was great talking to an ex-Chiefs player, uh, first Chiefs player I've spoken to. So, yeah, great fun. Uh, Motion seconded. What, what I did, um, really generous with his time. Uh, yeah. No, um, he never said that he didn't want to speak about anything. You know, that was really good fun. Yeah, uh, it was funny with the kids coming in there. So we we had a little interruption there. You'll notice the pause in the. Uh, in the audio very shortly because some of his kids were coming home from school and so he had to have a quick chat with us but yeah it's just such a nice guy and to give us his time like on a monday afternoon for him um that's just fantastic yeah i mean um, i think some of the, the key takeaways are uh we we may or may not put this out on youtube we'll see how the, the technology goes but he has uh and i guess we only saw a fraction of it, a wonderful memorabilia collection 
on his wall behind him and he still very much looks like he could put the pads on and take a game yes oh yeah yeah definitely he's got um um, I'll see if I can post the picture which um, which Owen took, but you'll see in the background he has a, a framed jersey uh, which is a white jersey and he was telling us it's from his thousandth tackle where he broke the, the Chiefs all-time leading tackle record. Um, I must look up which game that was in actually because I don't know which game that was, but um, just the memorabilia on the wall Back there, I was just like, "Wow, that's just awesome." Yeah, that's just that's just the stuff he's showing, let alone the stuff yeah. he's got in his garage, which is yeah. just oh, the mothballed stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think my biggest takeaway from it is, like, obviously being an NFL player for the Chiefs for like what was it, thirteen years or yeah. however long it may have been. Um, it's it's one thing hearing that and being like, oh yeah, he must love the Chiefs. But when you when you hear him talk about this team, I mean, he loves it. I mean, he said it himself, he bleeds red. He absolutely yeah. loves the Chiefs. Um, and it was great to hear that from an ex-player and our leading tackle, to franchise tackler. Um, it, it was great to hear and, and hear his passion for the team. And, and he's really enjoying the success we're having as well. He's really loving watching Patrick Mahomes go out there and do his thing. And, and he's loving watching what he's doing for this team. So yeah, all respect to Joe Johnson. It was great talking to him. He's almost kind of living the successes he never had on the pitch himself through this team yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I heard a lot about you know various guys retiring this year and some of the sort of comments is they maybe just left a little bit on the table in their careers. Talk about the quarterbacks mostly. And I don't necessarily get the feeling that 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 he feels that, but he certainly thinks that they were close, really yeah. close a few times. And just... It's, I mean, as we've seen ourselves over the last couple of years, just tiny margins get in the way of um, of just getting over that hump. And I think that last year was so big for us in the bigger picture because we're over that hump now, you know. And it's almost like it's just it's just downhill sliding from here. Not that we're going to win every year. I don't mean that, but we just don't have that kind of monkey on our back to carry anymore. It would have been tough if we hadn't won last year, if we were going into this one with the pressure of not having won last year and then it's like, well, when are they going to do it? You know, How many times do they have to get there to do it? To, to, to have won it last year and not have that pressure, that's just, it's so, so key. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, <laughs> you, you, we were chatting in the, by text before saying that kind of, what should we talk about? And you said, should we mention forward progress? Yeah, and I was like, oh, and, uh, just as he was talking. I mean, clearly, that hurts for him. The look of pain on his face. Yeah, that hurts for him. And I told a story that I smothered on telling him, but I'm glad I didn't. It was, we we watched that. I actually, we watched. I watched that in bed with my missus because uh, it was obviously late at night, and I'm pretty sure I woke her up. <laughs> to let her hear the noise that he made when he took Mariota's head off because that's just it's it's my I've said I've probably said this before if not it, you know it's it's both my favorite one of my favorite and least favorite moments as a you know as a fan just the way he flies through takes Mariota's head off the noise is just spectacular and then it's all for nothing that's... he had another one of those there's one I remember against the Raiders Marshall Lynch. 
Yeah, and yeah. he was taking a screen pass, and he nearly killed him. Like, yeah, oh yeah. A, a Marshawn Lynch beast mode, bang, flat on his back. Mm. He nearly and he, he, he did a few of those while over his career, those like ones where the, the running back leaks out to the right or the left side, and he just absolutely lays them out. I mean, like it was great watching him like hit the running back like he did, and and watching because that was quite late on in his career as well. That was yeah, his yeah. last season with the Chiefs, I think. And yeah, watching him lay lay out Marshawn Lynch like like that was, oh, was so good. Even better that he was in a Raiders jersey. Um, yeah, that was yeah, that was great fun. <laughs> I mean, he he used the word bittersweet, and I just think if oh, if he was just just a couple of years later, if he came yeah. along, mm. just oh, he would he would fit in really well with this team because like he says, he's kind of a when you asked him, Neil, kind of a quiet, lead by example guy, and because the Chiefs have got a lot of noisy guys, yeah, in the in the defense now, but he's just that kind of quiet, kind of controlled, calming presence. That I think he would fit in really well. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Mm. You, you yeah, would, he he's one of the Chiefs you would love to have a ring, like even if it meant coming out of retirement for a, for the day to to stand on the practice squad. Just get him in there, get him a ring. Thanks for your 13 years of service, DJ. You had some shitty teams you were on, and you had some awesome teams you were on that just fell short. Here's a, here's a thank you for yeah. all your years of service. Yeah, because I mean, you, you mentioned Colquitt, I think he did. I, yeah. I read somewhere that he he came in because we were, were playing against a left-footed punter. Yes. So he was given um, Hardman and, and I guess Pringle maybe the the kind of looks back there for. For the returns, but I'm sure we could go like for like and, and find an excuse to get him into a practice team yeah. for some reason. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, okay, so guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as we enjoyed recording it. And I'll tell you, that's going to be difficult to do because we absolutely loved recording <laughs> that. Um, we will be back later in the week with our Super Bowl preview podcast. Yeah, um, no, I mean, no, no pressure, Tom, but the fourth chair. Yeah, it's going to be Tom out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, Tom out. <laughs> sure, yeah. Get, get your medals out, it's fine. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom, we fully expect a Hall of Fame behind you when we record on <laughs> Thursday or whenever it's going to be. I'm looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> uh, uh, we're not going to tell him about this bit until he listens to the podcast and he's hearing this for the first time. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, hopefully Thursday, I think, possibly for our Super Bowl preview, but certainly later on this week. Um, and we'll talk to you then. So thanks, everyone. Uh, Duncan, Owen, thanks for your time, as Thank always. Thank you. And uh, from one kingdom to another, we'll say goodbye for now. <laughs>